It's your girl, Sophronia Ivory, host of your new favorite show, No Rewinds. No Rewinds because we only got one shot to raise these kids. We got to see it, think about it, then do what we got to do to raise these kids. I've run into several single parents over the years through my journey in being a single parent. And the one thing that I've been asked more than them once is how do you do it? How do you continue to go on? How do you continue to parent? How do you make it look so easy? Well, uh, well, let, let's be clear. It ain't easy. <laughs> it's not easy at all. However, when I think about what it has taken out of me, Where did I get my strength from to continue to carry on? There's one scripture that has always been there for me. And it is 1 Corinthians 10, 13 has been my backbone, has been my corner, has been my strength. In those moments when I didn't feel like I was going to be able to carry on, that scripture is the one that kept me going. So let me read it to you. It says, there hath no temptation taken to you, but such is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able. But with the temptation will also make a way of escape that ye may be able to bear it. So when I say that I wake up, I go to sleep, when I get weak, when I get frustrated, that's the scripture that I always go back to. Because this is what it says. The the first part of this, it says, there hath no temptation to you, but such is as common to man. That means that the temptations that I'm going through is the same temptations that everybody else is going through. It might not be exactly the same, but it's something. There is going to be an obstacle. There is no way in life that you can get through anything without there being an obstacle. And so when I come into those bumps in the roads and I'm like, oh, I thought I was coasting and I'm not coasting. And then life hits me in, in, in the face and I say, hmm. This is what he was talking about. This is common. Although I don't want it to happen, it's going to happen. Although I don't want to be in this space, it's here. And it's not uniquely designed to be an obstacle for me to keep me down. But what it is, is something that I'm supposed to grow. There's something that I'm supposed to learn out of this. There's something that I'm supposed to be doing. I'm learning in this obstacle because it goes on to say, but God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, which means that whatever obstacle he has put in my place, in my face, that I'm going to come to when I get to the stop sign, he's going to give me a way to be able to get out of it. But then it goes on to say, 
but God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able. And so when I come into those obstacles, right? And I'm thinking, oh, Lord Jesus, what am I supposed to do? He will give me a way of escape. He's not going to give me an obstacle that he's not going to give me a solution to. So this is where it gets a little bit tricky. It gets a little bit tricky because when you get at that obstacle, I am the person that here's the obstacle. How do I find a solution to the obstacle? And so you always want to say, how do I really, I need to just pause for a second and look at all my options. And sometimes the solution to the option isn't anything that I thought that it was going to be. But when I slow down, somebody may say something to me and it'll trigger another thought. I may be somewhere and be introduced to someone that could help me with the solution to my problem. I may read something on the internet that will help me find a solution to this common obstacle that has been put in my way. That one scripture is the one thing that has gotten me through, right? When I lost my job, I had enough money, you know, where you can live. You know, they're supposed to have six months worth of living. Well, I had more than that. And in this process, after I lost my job, I was looking for another job. And when I tell you, it took me four years to find another traditional job. Now, I was making money in other ways, but to find another traditional job, it took me four years. So if you can imagine in those four years, you know, I had my kids in private school. I had my own home. I had car notes. I had all of this stuff that I could pay for a little while. But I'll be honest with you. I didn't have four years worth of living off of. I probably had about two and a half, which is pretty decent, right? But at some point, there was going to be an end to to my cash flow. And I could have nutted up. I could have folded. But all I did was say, you know what, Lord? I need you to help me. I need you to come. I need you to come right now. This is an emergency. So sometimes I'll be in a shower and I'll get to praying and I will say, look, Lord, I am coming to you. I need you angels. I need y'all to open up a path where I can get a direct line, a beeline, because I need to talk to the man above because I got some things that's burning down here. I got some serious issues that I need him to help me figure out. And he always did. No, he didn't say, here's your lottery ticket. You about to win $150 million. No, he didn't do that. He didn't. But what he did do, he made a way where my kids continued to go to their private school. We didn't have to leave our home. We never didn't have food. We always had our lights on and we always had clothes on our back. Now, we weren't living as lavishly as we had when I was working, but we didn't go without. We had everything 
that we needed. And so that was the piece that was, you know what? I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to do next. I don't know what my next turn is going to be. Um, and, and, and when we got about to that two year mark, I was like, okay, Lord, I, what is what you about to do? I need a job right quick. And I knew, and I'm not knocking what other people are doing, but I knew that if I went to Target and, and just got a job, that wasn't really going to be enough to sustain my living. I knew that. And so I just had to be still and trust that he was going to make a way of escape. He was not going to let me fail. He did not give me these kids and I could not provide for them. There was no way that was going to happen. That wasn't even a thought in my mind. But what I had to do was I had to be still. I had to be still until the answer came. And the answer came. It just came in pieces. It came in, you know what? I'm going to teach you how to really depend on me. I'm going to make you depend on me for every time you had to go to the grocery store. Because let's be clear. I can remember times when I would go to the grocery store and I would have my phone out. And every time I put something in the basket, I was putting $6.99 in my calculator, $2.39 in my calculator, every item, because I knew exactly how much money I had to spend. I got everything that I needed. I never, not one time, got to the register and had to put something back. Now, you can call it good budgeting because there's a little bit of that in there too, right? You got to know what you got to know what you can spend. Um, But it was also that what I had on that list, every time I went to the grocery store, I was able to get those things. And that is the part of that scripture that says, I will make a way of escape for you. Me losing my job, that wasn't just a Sophronia thing. You know how many people lose their people lose their job all the time. It was common to man. Your people in jail, yo, you ain't the only person that's got some people in jail. Every, I, I, I would venture to say that every family got somebody that's locked up. It's common. And so when people ask, what's your strength? How did you do it? That's it. See, I grew up in church. And so, and when I say I grew up in church, I'm talking about I grew up with, we went to Sunday school, we went to church, we went to the second service, and if we had a program, I did all of that. That's what I was doing in church. And so I can't say that while I was going to church, I was really listening to the word. I wasn't doing that. I probably was too young. I wasn't even paying attention. But as I got older, me going to church, it still was a habit. So when I became adult, I still continued to go to church. But then as an adult, when I was going to church, I was listening to the word. I was processing it. I was making it applicable to my life and learning and growing my relationship with God. And so I knew that there were going to be some times in my life that was going to be too much for me. 
the 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 problem, the issue was going to be so big that it was out of my control. It was out of my reach of people that I could tap into to help me. And when I got to that point, all of this upbringing in church allowed me to pray, allowed me to develop my spirit of discernment. It allowed me to focus on my relationship with God. And so my faith increased. My faith increased, not that I had to, but I knew that I needed some help. I am out here raising these two kids by myself. And even though I'm educated and I have a job, at some point, all of that can be taken away. And then what do I have? And so I've been able to continue to make it past those valleys of my life because I knew that there was somebody else that my God was going to make a way. It's no, there's, there's no secret to it. There's no tarot cards to tell me about it. There's no, I'm going to read the astro- astrology thing every day to see what it's like. And I'm not knocking those that do that. But what got me through is that scripture. That scripture almost applied to everything in my life. When I was in a situation or at work, something that was happening, it was common. It wasn't just me. There was always a way of escape. There was always another option. There was always another solution. Even though if it wasn't a complete solution, it, there was some closure to move me on to the next phase. And I want us all to be able to, to live by that. I want us all as single moms, you are out here and you are out here by yourself. You may have your parents that can help you. You may have some friends that you can depend on. But at the end of the day, when everybody's gone home, all of it is going to fall on your shoulders. You are going to be responsible. And so that means that you need to have something, something that is your strength. And I'm not saying that it's going to be Uh, a, a person, although it may be, he may send a person in your life for a season to help you through, to get you to the next phase. And that's okay. That's a way of escape. He didn't say that I'm going to give you the whole mapped out plan because no, he can't do that because then you depended on you. I'm going to get you each step. I may take you a block then you might have to stop for all the cars to go past in both directions. We got some people that's running the red light. They making right turns from the left lane and you still can't cross that street because when you're ready to cross the street, when you have learned what you're supposed to learn on that corner, then and only then will he stop all the cars coming in both directions for you to cross the street. So then when you get across the street, now you don't got he he might only get you to the to the middle of the island before you can get all the way to the other side of the street. He may stop you in the middle of the island and say, okay, now now I need you to learn something else. I need you to depend on me for something else before I can get you to the other side of the street. And when you master that or you figure that out, 
Then he'll stop the cars again in both directions and allow you to get all the way to the other side of the street. Then when you're on the other side, you're going to be like, nah, okay, now what do I do? I'm here. You might have thought it was going to be all gravy when you got across the street. No, nah, now you got to get down the block. And it ain't the short block, it's the long block. He might not give you the vision to get all the way down the street. He might give you bits and pieces and pearls to get you past the first house on the block. And then he'll give you another vision to get you past the second house on the block. And all the while, you're doing all of this, carrying all these groceries and you juggling them and you got the kids walking with you and you kind of like, oh my God, how am I going to get down the block with an armful of groceries and two kids? Got to believe. You got to have some faith in whatever your faith is. My approach was the journey's too long. The the obstacles are are too many, too much coming at me that I don't know all of this stuff that's coming at me. I need you, Lord. I need you to help me. I need you to show me who's in my corner. I need you to show me who I need to be avoiding. I need you to tell me what I need to say. I need you to tell me what I need to put on when I get there. I need you to hold my hand a whole step of the way. And I believed. I believed there was nothing else I there was nothing else I could I could I could hold on to. Cause let's be clear, I had friends, I had family, but at the level in which I was living, nobody could come to my aid. <laughs> they didn't have it like that. And I couldn't be mad. Me losing my job was common to man. It wasn't something that hadn't happened before. And so as we single parent these kids, know that you are not the only one going through something. Might not be the same thing, but it's something. You're not the only one. Somebody else has another version of the same story. And so your job is to think it out. You know, sometimes people, they they go and they they think about, how do I get across the street? Okay, well, sometimes you're thinking, how do I get across the street and how do I get down the block? Because you got to get down the block, right? You got to get all the way down the block. So you can't be short-sighted. You have to have some type of faith that can walk you all the way through the journey. And, and, and how about this? You might not even know what the journey is. You might not even know what, what's supposed to happen when you get down there. Something's supposed to happen. That's why you're going, right? It's kind of like these kids that's coming. They they dropping these little babies off over the wall to get to the land of the free. They don't know what's supposed to happen with these kids. They just sending these kids three years old, five years old by themselves to the land of the free. They don't know why, what's supposed to happen. They got the granddaddy or some or the phone number or somebody that's here that when you get their call, this number. But they don't know what that end result is. But I'm assuming now I, I will never do this, but I'm assuming that if you can can drop your child down a wall. Because on the other side of that wall, there's some freedom 
you got to have some kind of faith that somebody is going to take care of my child better than I can. Uh, otherwise, why, why would you do that? Why would you do that? There, there's some level of faith, whatever. I think, you know, whether they're, they're Catholic or whether they're Christian, there's some higher power or something in them that they're believing is going to be better if they send their child. You have to have some higher power, whatever your higher power is, that you believe, I need you to help me. Because let's be clear, we can't keep chasing these men because they think they got, because we think they got some money that's going to help us. Do you know what we're going to have to do to get this $5 out this man? Do you know how much talking and how much fucking we're going to have to do to get the dog on if we energy's bill paid? Now, I'm not saying that you might not do that. I'm not saying I'm not knocking you because, look, the game is the game. What I'm saying is he will provide a way of escape to get you to the middle of the island and from the middle of the island to the other side of the street and from the other side of the street down the block. It's too big. And then, you know, you're raising these kids and 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 when they're infants, they got you know, you're buying the Pampers and the Similex and the wipes and all that other kind of stuff. But then they get two and then you're buying this. And as they're growing, you continue to buy clothes and they're going some through some diff- different psychological events in their lives. And then when they get to be teenagers and you're like, okay, what now? <laughs> and then after that, they're young adults and you think you're done and you really ain't. This parenting game don't stop. It just changes. And so your job is to be able to guide your children, train up a child in the way he will go. And when he is grown, he will not depart from it. Train them to be good people. Train them to be respectful. Train them to, to be the next leaders, because that's exactly what this is. At some point, we're going to get old and our kids are going to be running the world. They're going to be the new leaders. What are they going to look like? How are they going to function? How are they going to know what kind of strength it's going to take for them when they have their families, married or single? Because when you marry, you know, you got a whole nother issue going on, right? We got to think about all of this. What's your strength? That's scripture. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. That's what got me through. That's what continues to get me through. And that scripture is the same one that helps me sleep at night. I can depend on my God who is never going to fail me. See, he's not like the common man. And I'm saying man or woman where they may let you down. Oh, yeah, I'll do it. I'll meet you. Da, 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 da. And then, oh, you know what? I'm going to have to take give you a rain check. God ain't like that. Not my God. He said, I'm going to do it. I will make a way of escape. I will put my front footprint on it and you won't <laughs> you won't even have to know, wonder, was it anybody? You're going to know that it was me. You're going to know. And when you have that belief and that faith and every time you're obedient to it, it always works out to your favor. There's no way that you can deny it. Now, how you function might not be how I'm functioning, but... If there's something in your life that you know is 100%, you need to lean on that. I don't care what nothing else looks like. 
If it's 100% and it's coming through like clockwork for you, why wouldn't you get down with that? Why wouldn't you get down with something that's 100 You know, we always use a little 100 in the emojis at one, the red one with the zero, zero, and it's kind of like script. That means all the way, if something is coming through for you like that, and I'm not just talking monetarily. I've been in situations where I've been in interview situations and I'm like, okay, Lord, if you want me to have this job, give it to me. I'm going to prepare. I'm going to be enthusiastic. I am going to shine and they are going to hire me. And if it's for me, it will be mine. So you you, you can't cry over spoiled milk. You know, sometimes we want these things in our lives and we don't even really know what we want. You don't, you don't really know. So, so like you like the bad boy. You you like that kind of you like the rough little thug. Da, 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 da. Okay, you like that because he can dress. He always well groomed. He got a nice car. You know, he got money in his pocket. But on the flip side, he's selling dope. If he's selling dope, <laughs> see this this is what this is my thing on this dope selling thing. If he's selling dope, that's called a trio for me, and that trio is money, bitches, and drugs. They go together. There is no other way that it happens. There's no other way that that goes down. If he's selling drugs, there's some money, some bitches, and some drugs. That's what hustlers do. So if that's what you want, you want that hustler, then you need to also understand that you also want the money, the bitches, and the drugs. So the money is going to, all money ain't good money. Right, it might help you pay a couple bills and do, 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 but because there's some drugs involved, he's gonna either end up dead or in jail, which means the money stops, and then it's gonna be some bitches because it's gonna be some bitches. Any any man that's selling some drugs, and if he's selling real drugs and he got some real change in his pocket, this bitches around. <laughs> I need you to understand, some bitches around. And that's going to cause another level of heartache unless you're able to tune that out. And we say we know how to do that. But at the end of the day, mm -mm, it eats away at you. It eats away at you in some form or fashion. Where now you damaged and you got trust issues and you got this going into the next relationship. So so what I'm saying to you is this. You got to think too. And three steps ahead. I want this, but does my God, this source, this power that has come through for me 100% of the time, is that what he wants for me? Right? Is that what he wants for me? Because if that's what he wants, if he wants me to be with this dub dealer, then he'll make me be with this dub dealer. However, if I just peace be still for a second and he gave me something else, I mean, come on now. We need to go with what 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 is really 100. You know, if it's quacking like a duck and it's looking like a duck, it's a damn duck. Let's not act like it ain't a duck. It's a duck. <laughs> On the real, it's a duck. So, for those of you that are listening, that have asked me, that have wondered, that have 
that have tried to figure out how have I done it. I'm not sure what it looked like from the outside looking in, but it wasn't easy. It's still not easy. Um, but 1 Corinthians 10, 13 is what I leaned on constantly, even in the good. That's all I got, y'all. I'm out. Well, that's it for today, y'all. Just remember, there are no one-size-fits-all manuals to teach you how to be a single parent. Do what you can, then build up your village to help you do the rest, because there are no rewinds. Don't forget to subscribe so we can chop it up next time.